All right. OMG. Uh, okay. Sorry, folks. We got disconnected. I really don't know where we stopped at. But as we were saying is that we all should be able to have a foot in social justice. Whether it's criminal justice, whether it's economic, environmental, uh, education, politics, we all should have a hand in either of these, especially environmental, because we're often suffering the most from diabetes, high blood pressure, congested heart failure, colon cancer, uh, definitely amputation of limbs and things of that nature. So, um, and 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 to to coincide with what you're saying, Lacey, uh, and that's very important for, for African-Americans. We have to pursue healing holistically. Uh, we, we have to recognize that, hey, my area may not be social justice in regards to marching like that, but someone else's may be uh, ending food insecurities in, in impoverished communities. Or someone else's may be uh, or do, doing research. So finding out what your avenue is for uh, advocacy is very, very crucial. So I thank you so much for highlighting that point. Definitely. Will you tell us about your your mental health LLC? Sure thing. Uh, Remedy Retreats LLC. Uh, I'm very, very excited. Uh, what we do, uh, our main focus is the healing, holistic healing of African-Americans through um, Black mental wellness. And uh, we want to see Black people uh, be healed from not just uh, our four areas, four areas that we like to focus on the most is tragedies, traumas, triggers, and triumphs. Uh, and we don't want you just to be healed mentally. We want you, we want people to be healed financially, emotionally, uh, economically, and all these areas because that's what impacts us. Uh, so if those that are listening, they want to follow the page, shameless plug, on Instagram, it's uh, at the dot the remedy dot retreats uh, on Instagram. Uh, we do. Ladies and gentlemen, follow him. You got yeah. great information. Yes, yeah, so we, we're always pushing out content. Uh, last month in December, we wrapped up 2020 with Remedy the Holidays, uh, just sharing a few things in regards to boundaries and anxiety, because we know Black folks always don't understand our boundaries. Uh, we talked about uh, grief and gratitude, dealing with grief during the holiday season, and also uh, seasonal depression, because that's a real deal. And uh, right now, we're focused on uh, smart AF goals, uh, what are some goals that we need to set at the beginning of the year to to assure that our 2021 is intentional and aligned with our goals? So that's something else we're working on. Uh, so I, I definitely encourage people to follow our page because we want African-Americans to understand we're, we're not just healing individually. We're healing in, in community. So uh, mental health is very important. We, we applaud our friends that take mental health days. Uh, we advocate for self-care and understanding that uh, it's, it's a one-step thing. And I think when you talk about what are some things that we need to unveil more within our Black community or within generations, I think uh, mental health is one of the things that's continually become more conversational. Yes, because when your grandma or your grandpa ran off back in the day, everybody just called them crazy. They yeah, didn't yeah. talk about maybe they saw some things in war. Maybe they saw some things being impoverished growing up as a generation, as a depression generation person. Maybe they uh, had some struggles that back in the day you was just taught to just pray about it and it'll go away. Everything I believe that yes, pray without ceasing. Yes, I do. But also, God gave us therapists, God mm -hmm. gave us psychologists, God gave us psychiatrists. 
God has given us ministers. God has given us pastors. God has given us mentors in the in the uh, medical field to deal with our past, current tra uh, traumas and tragedies, and mm -hmm. also how to navigate and avoid going through maybe what could be a catastrophic. Uh, situation for us mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually. Absolutely. So, I salute your organization. Make sure you all follow. Can you tell the audience what it is again one more time? Sure thing. On Facebook, it's Remedy Retreats. R-E-M-E-D-Y Retreats. R-E-T-R-E-A-T-S. I think that's right. Uh, on Instagram, it's at the dot remedy dot retreats love it ladies yeah. and gentlemen my audience follow this great young brother and also follow his uh nonprofit page yes thank you so, i know that california just passed the crown act where no one can be discriminated because of their hairstyle it's a mm -hmm. sad shame we're living in the 21st century and we're in the 21st year of the 21st century and we still have these basic laws that just allowed us to be black, allow us to be human. And, right. we, and that such such laws have gotten to be passed. Now, you know, we live in Texas. In Texas, uh, from what I am given from folks who move to Texas from the East and West Coast or the Midwest, that always they always say, you know, you people in Texas, y'all act like y'all your own country. Y'all don't know mm -hmm. how to drive. Y'all refuse to follow simple, basic rules of the land. So right. is there any particular law or uh, policy that you feel like needs to be addressed? I know for me, particularly the Crown Act, uh, it should be a, a named act also because folks will not hire you based on your name. I can give you the God honest truth. When you hear the name Stephen Ross, you don't think about no six foot six black man. You think about William. You think mm -hmm. about Brett. You think about Joshua. But it's definitely not no six foot six black man. And when you hear the name Lacey, you don't think about, you think about Emily or Abigail or Savannah. You don't think mm -hmm. about no black girl. My mom right. and daddy named me and my brother so we specifically would be able to get jobs. Now, if you knew my middle name, that's why I always just put the initial, the, the letter A. But if you knew my middle name, you would know that I was black. And even when I do phone interviews, I get on to the next stage because they don't know if I'm black or white mm -hmm. based on my name. So I think that is something that needs to be addressed too. Something called the name law where mm -hmm. you're not discriminated against based on your name. True, right. You know, there's a true story that uh, this guy named uh, Jose, who was Hispanic, he was on uh, a particular website for a job, and he always had his name as Jose on there. But when he took off the S and just put Joe, he was he was automatically um, getting picked up for uh, job interviews. So wow. I want to know your take on that. Yeah, so two that come to mind when you ask, uh, one being uh, fair chance hiring. Uh, uh, law. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that one, but this is the one that allows, there's been some work done in Austin 
that has passed it, but trying to spread it more throughout the South. I think Austin was actually one of, one of if not the first, uh, uh, metropolitan city to get it passed in Texas. Uh, but what it does is that uh, it kind of like bans the box. Uh, so when uh, people that may have a felony or a criminal record um, want to apply for a job after they've completed everything that they've had to do it or whatever their uh, experience is, uh, that they have opportunity to work because we don't realize sometimes uh, recidivism uh, points back to not having opportunities. That's uh, no, no, no one really wakes up. No father wakes up every day saying, well, I can't wait to go back to jail with my kids worrying about me. So there has to be, but every father does wake up saying, how can I provide? So I think uh, that's, that's a law that I think needs to be passed everywhere. Uh, that's, that's one. I'm glad that it's been established in Austin. Uh, but number two, I would most definitely have to say uh, the marijuana laws and not just for legalization, right. but, but also the decriminalization of African-American uh, and uh, let's just say brown and black and brown people have been incriminated for these causes. Uh, and thirdly, it just popped in my head to kind of ties with that one is a remo- removal of cash bail because there are, there are tons of people that are overcrowding uh, our prisons simply because they cannot afford bail and which, which not only reveals the injustice, but the capitalism of, of our criminal justice system, but that's a whole nother subject. It is, and I know your uh, home county, Harris County, uh, mm-hmm. is the top in the nation for that. But I believe there's someone down there. I don't, I don't know their name right off. That is doing something about getting that eradicated and removing that from the books and mm-hmm. allowing people to be able to go home, come back to court. We're trusting you that you're going to come back to court and. Um, a jury of your peers. Hopefully it's a multicultural jury of your peers. Cause for you sure. for us, when it's a jury of our peers, it's a jury of an all white jury. Yeah, they're they're just around your age and live in your neighborhood, but they yes. still yeah. yes, definitely. How do you want to use your education, social media platforms? to pass the baton to generations that's coming behind millennials and Gen Z. Because I would venture to say that anyone born starting between 2020 and probably 2035, they will be named the COVID generation. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think, I think they should. They should. They, they, they've earned that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just want, I really want to pass along uh, is that I, I one generation's uh, ceiling should be the next generation's foundation and i say that in regards to i'm i'm always in a position of and this comes from sometimes uh past trauma and just leadership something we don't do well uh in in african-american community uh we don't pass leadership before we before we leave this earth and unfortunately we have people that get in positions and they're in positions for 30 years 40 years 50 years and and when they die uh, nobody knows. No, no. They they haven't mentored anybody. No one knows how to uh, take on the ranks after they leave. Uh, when it comes to passing up a time, uh, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> right. I, I don't ever want to be that guy because your your legacy should, should grow stronger when you leave Earth. Uh, so what I want people to get from me is, hey, uh, there's a there's a wholeness to to my blackness. That's one thing, and that I, 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 it's more to me than just one dimension. 
uh, to know me is to know uh, that I've I've been a, a educator at a high school. I've been a uh, I've worked at a camp. I've worked with 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 students. Uh, I've traveled with students. I've been a college student. I've uh, went to HBCU, but I still know how to uh, go to the governor's mansion. So just showing, hey, there's a wide range of people. Uh, of who you can be in expressing yourself as a black person. Uh, yeah, you can laugh, you can cry, all that is real. And just understanding that first, everything you post on social media ain't, there's only 10% of your life, let's be honest. And uh, it's, it's only about 10% of your life. But while you're giving people a peek of, into your life, let them understand, hey, we're, we're always learning together. And I think that's something that this generation, um, and I work with high schoolers and, I, and I'm grateful, so grateful to do it, but this generation is always in a haste to get to the next and just understanding that, hey, you have to enjoy the journey. There is a process for things. Uh, even when we look at this generation, this generation won't know what it is to to watch a show and wait till next week for the next episode. Not they at watch, all. They can watch the whole season in, in one in one Saturday. <laughs> so, yeah. so. So it just shows just the quickness of it. Like we used to, if we wanted to look up a word, we had to find a dictionary, go to the word, figure out what the word was, what was the vowel that was next to it, and just go. Now they just got to say it and put it voice command in the phone. That's so, right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Gen Z and COVID <laughs> generation. There was a time when Google didn't exist. There was a time when Yahoo didn't exist. There was a time when the internet came on a CD. Do you remember? Look, look, AOL did for AOL, days. you got mail. Okay. Look, you look, you, look, you had to, ha to have a house phone that you unplugged for the internet to work. That's right. That The dial-up, baby. The dial-up. Okay. Look, look, look. My brother. No, no. Yes. You, and, and you had to and, and you had to wait a minute for it to connect. It wasn't going to be no... It, it wasn't gonna take no sixty seconds. It was gonna be a minute. Yes, and you and you couldn't be on there long because your mama was waiting on her <laughs> best girlfriend to call her with the news and yep. gossip. So yep. you only so, had a certain amount of time. Right, right. But yeah, but even those things like that, this generation, as brilliant as they are, as assertive as they are, as resilient as they are, uh, I, I like I have to tell some of my students sometimes, hey, if I ask a question, just take a second to think about it before you Google it. Just process it. And I think students, uh, not just students, but I, I want the next generation to understand, enjoy the journey. Like, not, you don't get anywhere overnight. I don't care what the video is like on Instagram. It doesn't matter what, uh, whoever you follow, how many followers they have. Now, you, no, one gets, no one gets where they get overnight. And understanding that if you can, the biggest thing I, I, I love to tell people, Lacey, is you, you can be anything in the world, be kind. Yeah. Be kind to people. It, it, it takes nothing from you to be kind. Uh, and sometimes we don't have, we're not, we're not necessarily mean, but we just, we just don't slow down long enough to be kind. So that's a big thing, uh, that I, that I want people to take away, especially in this, the next generation. Yes. I, I personally appreciate those words. Uh, one of the things that truly out, that really, uh, stands out with me that you said one generation ceiling should be the next generation's foundation. I love that. I think you should put that on a t-shirt. Because uh, I definitely would buy it for sure. Uh, very outstanding. Well, now these are some lighter questions we're gonna get into. Uh, I like to call it the three. And what are, the first one is? What are some things that people like to negatively assume about you that you want to clear up? 
uh, I don't actually address a lot of those things. So let me see what I can do for my vote. Uh, so so this this is a I, I don't actually have to deal with this one anymore, but I'm gonna still put it out there. Uh, as I said, I've been a I was a minister of music at my church for like eight and a half years. Uh, and you must take into consideration that as grateful as I am for that journey, that means I was a minister of music from 18 to 26. Yes. <laughs> so, so during that time, I've been, a, I've been a college student. I've been a young man. I've been a, uh, a black man in America. I've been uh, a, a young, a, a, I've been, I've been a bachelor. <laughs> I've been single, so all of that. And sometimes people uh, put people that that are involved in church into a box, and it's like, no, nope, there's more to me than this. And I think that also has to do with like generational, how how we look at things generationally when it comes to church, when it comes to God, and just helping people understand. You know, there first, there's more to leaders in our church other other than going to church on Sundays and that uh, God didn't just call you uh, to, to live holy. He called you to live holistically as well. So I think that's a big thing because sometimes we hinder people from our faith or just uh, just drawing closer to us as people uh, because we over-spiritualize certain things and not saying that there shouldn't be a standard, that there shouldn't be uh, something that makes us set apart. Uh, but uh, I love Pastor McClendon says it the best. We can't. Uh, uh, this is P- Pastor B. W. McClendon, St. James Church. Yes, because I, I don't want anybody to get confused. Uh, he always says we can't uh, isolate from the world, but we can't insulate with the word. So I think that's something. If I had to clear up anything, that's what it would be. Amen. Would you rather read a book or spend your time with? You know, I thought about that, Lacey. I have like. Both of those are two things that I enjoy doing. Like I've done, I did both of them yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, it really depends on what mood I, I'm in. Uh, but I'm gonna be honest with you, it may lean towards read a book because I am uh, not as extra uh, as much of an extrovert as people may imagine. So uh, I would dive into a book like the book I'm reading right now. I, I'll dive into it, and be be there for a good 30, 45 minutes. I love it. What are some of the current books you're reading now? So the one that I'm reading before uh, I get get back into some schoolwork, uh, what I'm reading right now is actually uh, a, a Promised Land by uh, President Obama. Yes, shout out to number forty four. Number forty four. Yes, love that. Yeah. And what lessons did twenty twenty teach you about yourself and then others? Mm. Uh, it taught me. It re- let me say. It, it emboldened the fact that I am very much of an introvert. Like, I am fine working it from home, staying home. So, I, yes, I do miss social interactions at times, but I, I'm good. Uh, it, it also taught me that, and this is being very, very transparent with you, It taught I went through a season where uh, where my mental health was, ch- was challenged due to, you know, some grief and some other contributing factors, especially... Um, uh, uh, personal deals and also uh, the whole era, the George Floyd Breonna Taylor era uh, when it was just very heavy yeah. uh, in the air so that was one thing and then God reminded me I had to, he had to remind me that he wasn't trying to make me bro- break me but he was trying to make me broken and uh, and I, he brought me to a place of just opening my eyes and just va- valuing clarity more than companionship sometimes because <laughs> uh, some, sometimes God gives you 
we 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 are so consumed and clog our mind with certain things that we overlook the value of clarity. Uh, because no matter what you can see, if you're not clear on what you see, uh, you'll you'll never move forward on that. Uh, and when it comes to others, uh, Lacey, a big lesson that I've learned is that we don't have to remove every friendship, but sometimes you have to reprioritize people so you know what to expect from them. Yes, <laughs> for sure. I yeah. know that 2020 was the year of boundaries and respect for me. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Family, friends, past buyers, associates, every now and theners. Boundaries mm-hmm. and respect. Absolutely. And look, I'm so glad to hear about boundaries because that's not something we we were raised to talk about. And uh and it's the it's also the boundary of, of uh I'm at the point I don't put myself in any position that's gonna reward that's not gonna reward my peace or joy. Uh, so so if I gotta go somewhere fake smile, I probably ain't coming. If somebody yeah, if somebody's gonna be there that makes me uncomfortable because of past occurrences, uh y'all send me a plate. Uh so and just and just being okay with that. Uh because I think especially as African Americans, we do other things trying to impress other people or I want to make Big Mama happy. I don't want to disappoint my dad or whatever it may be. And it's like, what what is the long-term effect of that and at what cost for your own sanity? Amen. So true. May not can make Big Mama happy, but make sure you bring me a, a, a good plate of her peach cobbler with ice cream. Amen. 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 Yes. Well, Deontay, we want to thank you so much for joining us with Conversations with I Am Lacey P. I have to make sure I tell the people that we got disconnected. So this is a two-part situation we have going on. Uh, okay. Gentlemen, you can listen to the first part. And then also I'm going to load the second part of this right behind the first part. So we thank you so much for joining us, Deontay. I know some of you fellas was wondering when I was going to get a guy on here. So men, don't be tripping. I got I got my first guy. He won't be my last guy on here but definitely one of my most intelligent guests who has graced us with his presence uh, via this podcast. And so, Deontay, we want to thank you. We want to give God the glory, honor, and praise. Definitely want to dedicate this podcast to anyone who has lost a loved one in the year of 2020 from this pandemic. And we also want to shout out every essential worker whether you're in grocery store, whether you're in the medical field, definitely at the hospitals, at the nursing homes, at the state-run facilities, we want to thank you. All the gas stations, all the hotels, all the street crews, everybody Mm. that's marching, we want to say thank you so much for doing what you do. We, as a community, as a society, as a world, would not be able to do things without you. Thank you. It's been a great one, Deontay. Yeah. I hope you have yes, a Lace, great day. Lacey, I also can I say something? Yes. I, I want to say, like, you know, in a dark world where uh, there's a lot of craziness and politics and just a lot of things, it, it is so rewarding. And I know those that listen to you understand it's so rewarding that you're now sharing the light of your love to the world. So I wish you the best, Lacey, and I've always admired the genuine person that you are, and I wish nothing but the best for this podcast and what's next to come because this is only the beginning for you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. Uh, Shout out to all HBCUs, but for sure, our dear alma mater, Houston University, can't hide Let them know, let them know, let them know. You know? So thank you, Deontay. Talk to you soon. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.